Good morning, good morning, and a happy Thursday to everyone. And welcome to Just In Time on to today's podcast show. Today's topic is Hot Thursday Topics. And I got about four topics I'm going to touch on. I hope everyone is having a great drive into work. I hope everyone have a great Thursday. So the first topic I'm going to touch on is a very serious topic that is affecting a lot of people. And it's going to affect a lot of people as we go forward. And that's the Roe versus Wade, um, which was overturned by the Supreme Court six to three. Now, this is a sticky situation because... What it is is saying that women cannot now get abortion, no matter if they're raped, molest, however they conceive the child, they have to have it. And um, what the Supreme Court did was pretty much give the state by state the guideline to uh, regulate abortions. And so in like my state, Texas, they abandon everything. They're going to ban women having abortion just today. Um, clinics will shut down and move to Mexico. I think New Mexico. I think Mexico is a is a unrestricted area, or they have resources where women can have abortions without, um, I guess, um, being penalized. I mean, it's so much when you think about this Roe versus Wade. Uh, it's it's a lot of moving parts inside of this. And, and it ain't got nothing to do with a guy like me because I'm a man, but it, it does when it comes to uh, protecting my daughters, okay, or protecting my wife. Um, and so, you know, it, it's about what women can do to their body and can't do to their body. And now I know the Christians, which I'm a Christian, we say abortions are wrong and they shouldn't happen. Um, but I'm not here to judge and I'm not here to crucify anyone. Uh, I also know that human beings, no matter who they are, you know, you have to research why this was overturned. Um, But it it will affect a lot of women. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to continue to pray for you women and uh, continue to, you know, hope, hope, hope things are, are figured out um, it, it is, it's, it's dark right now for women, you know, it, it, when it comes to women, right. And, you know, and when we talk about rights, oh, that's a, that's a big topic, you know, and, and I just want guys out there, you know, if you speaking on Roe versus Wade, if you're against abortion or for abortion, shut the hell up. All right, let's get behind these women. Let's, 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 let's be listeners. And I think that's what should have happened before they ruled six to three. Um, like I say, everybody got their own opinion and that's cool. But once again, if my daughters or one of my daughters, just hypothetically speaking, get raped or molested or anything, do I want them to have that baby? Hell no. And why would I want them to have that baby so that they can live with with forgiveness and they can live with, with, with pain and they can live with, with hurt the rest of their life. And so that's what's, that's what's in stake. If, if a lady get raped, she have to have that kid. I'm I'm a man, but that's just, I, I wouldn't want that. And I'm a Christian, but don't you see the danger in what y'all are doing? 
when I say them, the Supreme Court, like, I, I just don't understand. These are all the people who said they would never overturn Roe versus Wade when they was getting um, uh, confirmation and they was getting into the Supreme Court. But now the same people who said they wouldn't touch it have touched it. And it's a motive behind it. And it's bigger than just abortion. And so once again, uh, I'm just going to put all women in my prayers, regardless of if they want one or not want one. I think when it comes to your a woman body, they should be able to do whatever they want to do with their body. Us guys, we don't get pundalized. You got guys out there sharing their sperm everywhere and not taking care of their damn kids. But ain't nobody talking about that. Ain't nobody talking about the lack of fatherhood and the lack of fatherhood. Then your kid ended up down the wrong pathway. But once again, you know, in America, we got to we got to weigh our options. Everything can't be important. So to to the women who have been affected and to the Christian who know that it's not right to have abortion, but yet don't is for Wade versus Roe versus Wade. I'm just going to pray for everybody. But let's make sure you, you protect your, your kids if you got daughters or nieces, okay? Because it's important. Now, this next topic, um, it's, it, it's personal, I guess, but it's not. I have four sons. And so it was this young man named Jalen Walker. He was in a traffic stop in Akron, Ohio. And this young man um, was speeding, high-speed chase. And then someone reported that he uh fired a shot out the driver's window uh but so he tried to they say run over the cops with his car and you had about eight officer who put about 60 bullets inside of this young man body um like I said, I don't know all the details are not out, but those are just some of the details. But when I think about my son, no male and nobody's son deserves to be shot 60 times. I don't care if they are resisting or if they, as long as they're not trying to hurt the cops, I don't see why we continue to have young men murdered. And then they showed the body cam Pray for Jalen family. Pray for his community. Um, it's like a cycle. It keeps going and going. It's a cycle of our young males getting murdered. And it's like no one's trying to figure it out. And all we do is point fingers. And we got the facts. And then we got the non-facts. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's another young black male dead. Man, I'm gonna say the kid feared for his life. I'm 44, and I I fear for my life when a cop get behind me, and I and I don't do nothing wrong. It's just what society have put in us based on the results that we have seen been going on in our community for the last century, and, and I don't know if Jalen's stories go to make us look deeper into what's going on or if people just go side with they side and he was wrong and he deserved this and he didn't deserve to get shot 60 times. 
I'm telling you as a father, he didn't. And he was unarmed when they found him dead in his car. So it's a lot of unanswered questions that have to be answered. But what are we going to do? We're going to march. We're going to shut shit down. We're going to put Black Lives Matter. We're going to wear T-shirts. And then in three, four, six, seven, eight months, Jalen's story is going to be another story like the other young African-American stories. Another black kid got murdered by the cops because he broke the law. He got shot 60 times and he deserved that. No kid deserves that. No human being deserves to be shot 60 times. And I hope something do come out of this and I hope it's positive and I hope it's something we can, we can grow. And I hope every state in America can learn and continue to build on how to not have these situations happen because Jalen could have been a future scientist or he could have been a future amazing teacher or he could have been a doctor, but because of fear of the cops. And like I said, that's my opinion. I think it was fear that made that young man react how he react. And so once again, someone said, well, John, I don't think teaching our kids how to be in a traffic stop will stop them from dying. And I said, well, I'll take my chances because we got to find some solution. We got to find some outlet to make sure that our kids, when they leave, they can come home and come back to us. And we're not on the news talking about how they reacted and why they are dead. And, you know, it's a lot of people who break the law that are not dead. Um, they're still making money. <laughs> they're still living their life. So, um, you know, when we start talking about facts and right and wrong and stuff. We got to be, we have got to have empathy. You know, we got to have empathy in our heart and empathy in every situation that it looked like Jalen Walker situation. Cause you got so many different variables into the whole truth come out. You know, once again, I hope we are able to, to grab information and, 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 you know, I hope we can use these studies as studies to, to, to train police officers. So we go forward. One of my friends told me, no matter what training cops doing, black youth getting murdered, it's only go arise and get higher in the next years and century to come. And I, I want to beg the different because I won't be able to see young kids grow up to be um, amazing adults with careers and with um, a legacy, you know, and so. Let's put Jalen Walker family and friends in our prayers and let's wait and let the, you know, the justice system do it part and hopefully all the facts will come out and then, you know, you can make your judgment from there, but just always remember 60 times. Somebody shot this kid 60 times. Whew. I got four sons. I would never want any of that to happen to them. And so I'm going to this next topic. This next topic is about a young lady. It's more politics, Brittany Grinder. She's a WNBA uh, center for the Phoenix Mercury. And uh, she got detained in Russia for having TAC pens, which is weed, cannabis, drugs, 
depending on who you're talking to. And she was arrested in Russia and she's been in Russia for over 200 plus days. And I don't know if our government is doing everything in their power to get her out because this Russia and we right now having a bad, bad international relationship with Russia. So Brittany Griner, I'm not saying it's our fault, but her going to jail in Russia gave them leverage over us. And so that's why the strategy is for how she's going to get out and how we go go about getting her out. It, it, it has to be one of those. It has to be thought out. And so that's why President Biden and his team are not in a rush because they understand the severe uh, this right here is bigger than Brittany Griner. Now, I want her to come home like as soon as she can, but I also understand the different heads of the verbals of this, what is going on with her still being over there. And, you know, she wrote a letter to the White House and, you know, pleading to come home and do whatever they need to do. And, you know, I've seen videos and pictures of her walking into the courtroom and her case just started this week and you can see the fear in her eyes. And I don't care if you 51 or, or 21 or 19, you know, you know what type of relationship we have with Russia. You know what Russians do. If you don't, just go look and punch in Ukraine for the last, you know, but that that ain't on Russia. That's on Joe Biden. But that's another topic. I ain't gonna even get deep like that into the politics because I'm just here to talk about Miss Brittany Griner, you know. Um, we need to do whatever we need to do to get her home. I know she broke the law, allegedly. And also in Russia, they have a 95% conviction rate. So based on saying that uh, nobody get off in Russia, they go to jail. They serve prison time. And she is can be served up to 10 years or more. And so, um, you know, let's, let's, let's um, continue to... Pray for her and her family. And uh, hopefully she come home and she can come home uh, ASAP. Um, and, you know, um, yeah, it's real, real big time politics stuff. So I hope they can bring her home soon. Well, before I close, this last topic is another topic. It's about the mass shooting that just happened at the 4th of July parade. So now we know in America that you're not safe at the movies. You can get shot. You're definitely not safe at school. You can get shot. You're definitely not safe at church. You can get shot. And now you're definitely not safe at the parade. You can get shot. So these are four places that we have had mass shootings over and over in history. And don't forget about the supermarket in Buffalo, New York. Fourth of July, people enjoying what is supposed to be the day of freedom. Whew. Yeah, that freedom shit. You can miss me with that. Just depending on how you look and who you know. But mad shooting. I don't know. I don't know. Because our government don't know. It's so many moving pieces to the mass shooting. Because number one, we don't want to be accountable for gun rights. We don't want to make strict gun laws. 
you know, gun sales, gun make money, anything defense make money. Just look at the Department of Defense budget for this year. All right. But we got to figure it out. We got to figure out how to protect people and how to take these guns that are killing individuals 10, 12 within minutes. And we got to find a way to get people the help that they need. You know, I don't know about all these shooters. You know, I can't say all these shooters was, was, you know, I knew, you know, you know what somebody go through. You don't, you know, I know people label them as evil, evil people. Cause like I said, when you get a semi-automatic, semi-automatic rifle or AR or whatever, and you just let the bullets fly. And if you don't have a gun to protect, but you have a gun to hurt people and to be violent, then you shouldn't have a gun. Uh, I know a lot of good people out there with big guns. I got them um, and they strictly for protection. You know, um, we need to start talking about this to our kids, you know, telling them, I don't think you can prepare anyone for a mass shooting. You know, I just really don't think you can. You know, me and my friend was talking and I pledged with him and I told him that I hope that, you know, we are able to bring all these mass shootings together. And we're able to use them as like lessons, like from the good and that, you know, as we go forward, meaning preventing, you know, being preventing, you know, but somebody says, as long as we selling guns, and as long as guns are million dollars, billion dollar organization, you gonna continue to have mass shootings. So um, the question I have for you is: In the next five years, do you think mass shooting would decrease or increase, and why? Um, I know they have um, they signed a a new law when it comes to strict gun laws, but you know, here's the thing: states. They can modify those laws. Okay. So every time you see something in DC and you see, oh, they're getting signed, you happy? Just remember, you got to come down to the state level. All right. It's a lot of bad things going on in America. But then again, you know, you got to look for the good things. And the one good thing that I can say is I'm alive today. And I'm able to drop this podcast and my sons are safe and they didn't die from a traffic stop. And my daughter is safe and her body is safe around her dad. And I ain't got to worry about the Roe versus Wade affecting her now. But it will affect somebody's daughter in the future. And so all these topics, Roe versus Wade, Jalen Walker, Brittany Griner, mass shootings, they're all important. They all need to have some type of focus on it. I'm not about this side and that side. I'm, not, I'm about finding solutions. And I have always been that way because I'm a team player. When you're a team player, you don't you don't jump on that another team. No, you, you keep your team and you try to compose, keep them composed and you try to come up with solutions and you try to be uh, come up with, with be uh, conflict s- solutions. And 
you know, and, and be the best leader. And so what I'm asking is for better leaders in today in America. That's what we need. We don't need individual choosing sides. We don't need individual finding uh, a loophole. We need uh, leaders to see both sides. We need leaders to understand both sides. And, and so as I close this morning on this beautiful Thursday with you, it's one thing I want to tell you is that um, I thank you for supporting me. I know this year I have abandoned my ship and I haven't been recording the shows and being consistent. And, and I'm just here to say that I'm finding my balance. Uh, you may not believe that being 44 and a husband and a father and everything else. But I'm just trying to find my balance. I love doing this. I love sharing information. I love sharing insight. I love get, getting it back. And so I want to thank you for sticking with me. And I also want to say that I won't abandon my ship as we move forward into the rest of the year. Thank you for listening to Justin and Tom. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you be blessed. And always remember, you get more out of being positive than you do out of being negative. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Just In Time.